0: welcome to TV. a bit croaky tonight but it's the season for bad throats so please just bear with me um we're going to be talking about student voices tonight so hopefully we'll be hearing a lot more from our student colleagues and that will be fine so in case you guys want to join in and we'd obviously love to hear from you as usual please do um join us and the best way to do that i'll hand over to dave so that he can tell you how you can join in
1: Oh uh, yeah hello everyone Uh, So you've got a couple of options to join in tonight as always, the first one is on the Facebook live feed, just head to the right uh, and you can pop in your comments and your questions and we'll feed in as many as we can tonight. The the other option you've got is over on Twitter and all you need to do is include the hashtag MHTV and we'll make sure we'll bring in those as well. But without further ado, straight back to Nikki.
0: Absolutely and to introduce our guests, uh, Bryony can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello.
2: Um, yes, yeah, so I'm Bryony. Um, I'm a mental health student nurse. Um, I'm on the degree apprenticeship route. Um, so I'm in my, well, it's part two. I'm in my third year of studying, but it's part two, as they call it. Um, worked in mental health for coming up to seven years now. Um, mostly I've done inpatient and community work. Um, I went straight from school, went straight from doing my A-levels. Um, didn't fancy uni straight away and thought I'll get some experience in mental health it's quite a big big area and I thought it's a big jump going straight to uni I'll see what experience and if I like it uh, mm-hmm. when I was doing my A-levels I thought um, I'd like to do health I'd like to do something health related Um mm-hmm. I was quite keen on drama so what I was doing I thought oh maybe I'll be a drama therapist um, that quickly went when I started work and I thought I oh, know I'll be a nurse um so yeah that's what that's a little bit about me
0: thank
2: you
3: very much hi I'm Tanisha I'm I'm a third year mental health nursing student um I literally like this is my first access into like mental health nursing so I came straight out of sick form straight into university um so I don't have as much background to talk about (laughs) um but yeah I'd like uh, there's not much else to really say to be completely honest just
0: you arrived, and now you're here yeah exactly <laughs> and I guess what I wanted to sort of come to both both of you is why mental health what led you into mental health so for
2: me I am awful with anything physical related. I'm really squeamish. Um, So I knew I wanted to do nursing and I thought I absolutely cannot be a general nurse. Um, Then they introduce all the physical health competencies, which absolutely throws me because it's terrifying. Um, But yeah, I just think my mum was also a big kind of factor in that. She had a career change quite late on um have done kind of you know hairdressing, taxi driving, um, and then got a job in mental health um as a healthcare worker. She was seconded to do her nursing. Um and I think I watched her kind of go through that and it was a massive part in me thinking actually this is something that I'd really like to do. Um and I just think it's really rewarding. I think all nursing is but I just think yeah, I think uh, considering, I think there's still a lot of kind of misconceptions about it. I think challenging those and supporting people is really, really rewarding.
0: I can't think of two better routes in than hairdressing and cab driving, to be honest. Because I'm sure she saw a lot. <laughs> parts of humanity, and then figuring out how to get through. I think that's great. Two great options there. Yeah. <laughs> um.
3: So, in my family, there's quite a lot of mental health. Issues. And so I saw that growing up. Um, And so my mum has always said, from like she can remember me saying at a very young age that I wanted to work in mental health, but I never kind of knew where. It was like, oh yeah, I'll do some counseling or I'll become a therapist or just sort of like didn't actually know mental health nursing existed until it came to like A level time and they were like, start looking for courses. Um, But my granddad fell unwell. Perfect. he's fine now, so it's all good. But uh while he was there um in hospital, the way that the nurses cared for him was just amazing. And so I was like, oh, like maybe nursing, like this looks quite good. Um, and so I had a look into nursing, found mental health nursing, and I was like, that's oh, like the perfect combination, really. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my only reason that I didn't have any like nurses in my family or anything, so I don't know what what sparked the nursing side, but I think it was definitely the nurses. Oh, Hospital.
0: Find out how people find their way into particularly mental health nursing because it's such a specific choice to do, and it's it's one that. And this has been your experience as well, but when you tell people that you're studying or that you are a mental health nurse, hardly anyone goes. Oh, that's great. most people go? Sure, oh, I could never do that. What's your experience been a sort of like telling friends and family? my friends are always well
2: my friends are amazing about it and kind of you get the classic oh I couldn't do that and oh that's amazing um my family are obviously well family differs because some people have um different views on it maybe they're still you know kind of lacking some understanding but my close family obviously are really proud of obviously particularly both me and my mum for both doing the job um get a few comments I remember telling someone asked me oh what are you doing and I said I'm doing my nursing um and they said oh are you specializing in anything and I said oh mental health and I think they was expecting you know surgery surgical you know that kind of thing I said oh mental health and they said oh you need a you need a degree to do that (laughs) yep (laughs) yeah you do (laughs) um so it's interesting how different people kind of see it but again it's lack of understanding it was okay to go to uni for three years to go and work in a in a hospital but yeah the understanding that you didn't need that same level of education to do mental health nursing interesting
3: um so mine has actually mostly been good it's a lot of uh that's a really good choice but is it not challenging that's normally like the following question or people are like oh what have you seen on placement that's like the main thing they want to see <laughs> or hear about they're like oh so how was placement i'm like yes it's good and then like when i tell them like, i was like in a care home and you know i've done stuff like catheters they're like but you don't do that and it's Ooh.
0: like
3: yeah, i gotta like challenge what you actually thought then. <laughs> um but yeah no most of mine has been positive only, like literally the only one bad thing I've ever heard is um, similar to what Brian had and it was oh well so you're not a real nurse. It's like <laughs> one of those ones I was just like no I'm not doing the years training no <laughs> um, but most of it very very positive. My family is very supportive so that's all I can ask for really. Yeah I think the ones
0: that always used to stress me were the ones which... isn't it dangerous? <laughs> no. Some wouldn't do it if it was <laughs> not being massively brave and then people go oh I would have thought you were intelligent to be like to be able to do them like it's and how many years do you have to do to become a doctor you're like that's not how the course works <laughs> <laughs> you carry on getting gold stars eventually they just give you a stethoscope like, like, hipster mcdonald's or something <laughs> not, not how that works so it is, it is a strange thing and I think what you both sort of like brought up is that actually there's not still after all this time, there's still not a huge amount of knowledge about what mental health nursing is, what it involves. So maybe even what it's like being a student mental health nurse. I wonder if you could sort of tell me a bit about what it's like being a student mental health nurse at the moment. Don't worry about making us cry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd
3: say being a nursing student in general at the moment is quite hectic. I mean I think it always has been but following on from COVID and you know the backlogs of all of that it's it's hectic and I mean in mental health I don't know like from my recent placements I've seen that there is a lot more people out there actually asking for help so like the backlog on services is just It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I think in third year, you know, they're training you up to become independent. So it's one of those where like, oh well, you know, you can have your own mini caseload, <laughs> and it's like, oh, thanks. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure I'm ready? <laughs> um But yeah, no, I I still love it. Like, I just I don't know. It's one of those things. I love being busy. I love being pushed in that way. I'm like, yeah, come on, I'll take it on. <laughs> but yeah, I think definitely at the moment it's hectic it's busy but there's still that whole I think the student network in its own way has kind of grown through like social media and stuff so that's kind of one of the things that's helped me as a student
0: nurse but yeah (laughs) we'll talk about social media in a second and and that kind of like the kind of peer support that you get the network support um what about you Bryony what do you think it's like if you have to give an overview right now being student nurse um
2: yeah, I'd echo what Tanisha said and I just think it's a it's a really kind of important and massive time with what's going on with kind of strike action um and kind of what the implications are gonna be for the future. Um Tanisha touched on like COVID and I think, you know, during COVID and people were talking about nurses on the front line and I thought and all student nurses and healthcare and I thought I feel like a bit of a fraud being told that I'm frontline, that's the people in ICU and that's the people, you know, directly working with COVID. But actually the impacts of that have been huge. Um and I think <laughs> the role of like the mental health nurse is probably more important than ever in kind of dealing with the um the repercussions of that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah it's it is challenging. I think it is busy and the, you know, the um I find it really frustrating from a kind of systemic point of view of how how unfortunately it it does kind of fail people and you know the the pressures on services um but how that's perceived in the media in kind of a really negative way on on us as staff rather than a wider kind of systemic problem Mm -hmm. um and in general kind of back to kind of being a student thing on a personal level for me obviously I study I work um, I'm almost like it's like a seconded thing of doing work so it's, it's really challenging going to work and being in my role as a support worker then going and being in my role as a student nurse um, then my role as a learner and my and doing academic stuff um, mm. so yeah a lot to take on.
0: I think people don't always realise the number of hats a lot of student nurses are wearing you know, particularly if you add in like family and care roles on top of all that stuff as well, because you'd be maybe if you're seconded, you're an experienced member of staff. You might not be someone who's particularly senior. You might not necessarily be qualified in anything specific, but you'll, ha- you'll be a, a really important functioning part of a team and also have that feeling when you go into work that you knew what you're doing. And then one of the things that's quite difficult for students is you keep getting moved from placement to placement. So you're always trying to get to meet people. It's like changing schools all the time, isn't it? Suddenly having to figure out how everything works. And so not only are you learning your skill, but you're also learning how to fit in and be part of this real complex moving parts. And so you've got this part of your life where you're really competent and then part of your life where you feel like you don't know anything all the time. And then you're constantly switching between the two and then trying to find the energy to study. And you guys have been studying a lot, presumably because of COVID online. So you've had a very different kind of educational experience to people who've been in cohorts before you. Um, and, and I wonder, what's that been like? What's the studying side of things been like? Um,
2: so I, I think I was quite lucky in the sense that because I was employed by my trust, um, I was able to go out on placements. I know a lot of people had placements cancelled and placements were virtual. Um, but because we'd kind of done all that training and we were employed, we we were able to go out within our trust and do our placements, which was really good. Um, we still had obviously online lectures, which I found really challenging. Um, I find it really difficult to focus at home. Um, and even when I do things from home um, in my job, if I do kind of notes from home or attend a meeting, I really like that home is home, work is work you know, uni is uni. Um I like having that break between the two and my home kind of became my home, my study place, my workplace. <laughs> um so it's really hard to switch off. So I found that really challenging.
3: Yeah. Mine is pretty much the same. <laughs> Literally. Um so we obviously theory side in my first year was all online and for me, that was really weird because I just obviously come out of sick form where I was so used to face to face teaching. And then to come into that, it was just I absolutely hated it, if I'm honest, <laughs> um, like, especially because I moved out of home as well. So I was in an area that I didn't know. All these online lectures, everything around me was kind of cancelled because it was still 2020. Covid was still it's still around now but like at that time it was a lot higher and so it was actually very draining my first year was very draining and then second year we came back face to face a little bit and I was like okay this is good like, I can get on with this um and now this year we're pretty much fully face to face but there's still people on the course that are like we should be online <laughs> you know if we're, if we're online then like, I can do other stuff at home at the same time I'm like I'm paying money for this (laughs) I need to be face to face (laughs) um but yeah no placements wise that's been good I've been lucky enough to not actually have any virtual placements um because I don't know how I would have actually got on with that Mm -hmm. at all I'm definitely I'm hands-on I need to be there learning like right there so I'm lucky on that front (laughs)
2: and that's our time we get to spend like with patients and you know the hands-on experience that exactly. you know was really lacking during that time so I'm really grateful that obviously you know we were lucky enough to kind of still get that experience because that's well that's why we're doing it isn't it it's to be with patients <laughs> exactly.
0: and help them. Mm-hmm. So what would you say is the most difficult part of being a student nurse, To student mental health nurse, What's the hardest part?
3: For me, I'd say, even now in my third year, I'd say probably balance because it's one of those I mean I'm uni student, on placement, working, I need to see my family, my friends, and then time for myself. and it's like I think especially whilst I'm on placement, trying to get that balance, especially with the cost of everything at the moment. it's like cool, placement forty hours a week, but where's my money coming from? <laughs> it's one of those it's mm. so having to sort of balance it out so that I can still have some form of stream of income whilst mm. putting my nursing course first mm. I'd say it's yeah definitely definitely the hardest part most difficult part for me what about you,
0: Brian?
2: um it's really difficult um I mean, f- thankfully, I'm really lucky that the financial part isn't as much of a problem with being on an apprenticeship. So that is kind of one less stress. Um, but I'm really good at giving advice, but I'm really bad at taking my own advice. Um, just like today, when I like really stressed myself out of this presentation that I have, um, and I've been really good with telling everyone else how to keep calm and how to, you know, stay less stressed and blah, 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 blah. But actually t- today things got the better of me. And I just think it is that that mm. kind of sense of overwhelming when you've got so much to think about mm. of the balancing the different roles like we've already discussed. Um, also, I think knowing with the kind of uh, work impact as well, knowing that I've got leave coming up and tying things up at work. Mm. Um trying to be a trying to be a friend trying to be a girlfriend trying to be a good daughter you know trying to be all those roles in life yeah. um trying to be a good student <laughs> um yeah and i think trying to trying to be good in all of those areas is difficult <laughs> there's always one that you're lacking in just don't don't
0: like injure anybody and be adequate that's
2: fine <laughs> yeah like someone put in our group chat earlier. I can't remember what she said. Something to do with. Oh, I can't remember how she worded it, but it was just beautifully worded. And I thought that was everything I needed to hear. It was, you know, good enough is is good enough, and you don't need to be, you know, excelling. And I always remember one of my lecturers saying, "You're not doing a PhD. You know, it's it's not a PhD. Stop trying to be up there." I
0: feel bad that everyone's been like, just tone it down a bit. <laughs> But again, it's that balance, isn't it? You know, you, you're you going to be brilliant at all kinds of things, just probably not all at the same time. And there is this kind of, I think when we're always measured, because you guys have spent the last three years being measured about all your placements, from your your conduct to your ability to come in and smile and say hello and make friends with everybody, to pick up complex biology, to understand social functioning. All that stuff's massive, isn't it? And then it's really important to turn it off sometimes as well, isn't it? And say, actually, I'm not, not getting judged today because that's the that's the other thing i would say about nursing placements is even though people want you to do well they're also keeping an eye out to see how well you're doing the whole time and that that just makes it a very different interaction it's like being a permanent job interview it's it's hard it's a lot of pressure i wonder if there's anyone who's particularly supported you anything that's been really helpful or encouraged you um Wait, sorry. I was checking I wasn't on mute again. <laughs> um oh, actually neither of you could think of a single person or thing that had been helpful to you or encouraged you there for a second. That was a sad moment. Right. <laughs> you need to do better with these two <laughs> Um
3: no, for me, in my in my last placement that I just finished, um it was, I don't know, it was like the whole like the whole staff load there. They were just so so amazing. And I think it was a it was forensics and so I think no matter what I mean this one had how many 12 different units or whatever and you know there was times where there wasn't a nurse on the unit that I was on so they'd send someone else over and no matter what they'd be like that's oh, fine like come on like we're still in the crackle and we're gonna get it done and it was never no one ever called me the student which was
0: <laughs> that Look on its own so name on a badge is so
3: insulting isn't it <laughs> Exactly. So that not being called the student in my last placement was amazing, but um, also just like the way everyone there would, no matter what, make sure to say hello. You know, they'd be like, "How are you doing? Is there anything we can help you with?" Which is, I don't know, like in some of my placements, sometimes they're just like, yeah, "Just get on with it." Like, you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so to ha- actually have people there to be like, oh is, you know, do you need any help with anything? Is there anything that I can do to help you?" Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they, I had there was an incident towards the end and the matron called me out like once I'd finished like how are you doing how's everything going he's like do you know do you need any support blah 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 and I was like oh like you know this is like I didn't expect that to happen because I assumed once you're done that's it you're off their books Mm -hmm. Um, and so for him to actually reach out and check that I was okay was like majorly important to me it's definitely Definitely changed my my view on the place because I mean I had a positive view anyway, but now it's like extra positive, it's like up here. <laughs> I mean,
0: this is how people get staff. I mean, I'm not suggesting for one second that they don't care, I know they, they do. But like, like, there's a reason why some areas keep and maintain and get staff mm-hmm. because they take an interest in the people who work there, because they support them, because they do all that kind of just basic expectations around well-being, exactly. and that's why. And the sad thing is, you know, the kind of places you were describing where people are really anonymous, those are the places that have high bank and agency turnover, everybody's just carrying on, and until you crack that human problem, you're never going to put a pin in that and stop it. It's really strange, isn't it? It is. How about you, Bryony?
2: Remind me of how you worded that question again.
0: I'll answer any question you like. (laughs) (laughs) We were, we were talking about um the things
2: that have been helpful to you that's it um so I suppose and I kind of think of it in like different different areas um naturally lucky to have really good family support which helps you get through a lot <laughs> um the days where everything gets too much um that's what kind of pulls me through there um I would say also, I think I think what Tanisha says about having like really positive people on placements does really help. I think I've been quite lucky. I haven't really had any negative experiences mm-hmm. on placement, um, but it does really help having practice assessors and practice supervisors who really value having students. And you can tell that they really want to support people um, and want you to do well. And that was really helpful in my last placement. Um, I've got my old manager who um, unfortunately isn't my manager anymore, but we remain very close. And she is my words of wisdom when things are going wrong. And she is the one who will tell me to um, stop throwing a princess drop and put my big girl pants on. And <laughs> And you know, life um, does get better. And you know, blah, blah blah blah. Um. And I think I've had like a kind of recent experience at work, and with kind of patient care, and being reminded of like why I do the job. I think it can be really frustrating at times, and really demanding, and really challenging. And you just think, is anything of what I'm doing making any any difference whatsoever? Um. But yeah, I had a really kind of positive experience with a patient, um, who I work with um yeah which kind of instilled a lot of hope and I've seen how she's kind of flourished and made seeing her feel good <laughs> made me feel me really good um and kind of puts aside all of those perhaps bad days that we have
3: yeah mm, definitely I mean following on from that literally you were saying about a with a service user so um outside of uni life and student nurse life I work in a bar which you know is one of those things, just get through through the day. And um, I was there one day and I saw this woman and I was like, she looks really familiar. And I was like, I don't know where from. And then she came up and she's like, do I know you? And I was like, I think so. I was like, I think I know you as well. And then we started talking and eventually I found that she was one of the first patients on my first ever placement that I'd ever looked after. And she was telling me how like all these things, like the support that I gave her and like little advice, she's like, yeah, I still use that now. And I was like, oh, uh, I was there, I was like, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> this is just like, especially because at the moment, like at the time I was like kind of second year blues and I was like, oh, you know, like, I'm so, so far away, but I'm so far in, and like hearing that, I was like, "Okay, yeah, this is why I've done this. So I was like, yeah, let's carry on. <laughs> and it was just like one of those little things that it's stuck with me ever since. I don't think I'll ever forget that.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. It's really important, isn't it, to be able to see and notice those things? Because, like, it all comes past in such a big rush that it almost feels like an effort to stop and actually think about sometimes why you're doing the things you're doing. So I guess we've got some questions coming in, but we really ought to get to the thing that brought you both together. So can you tell me a little bit about the NHS Student Hub?
3: Do you want to do it, Brian? do you want me to
0: do it? Go on, you start and I'll follow
3: on. Okay, Um, so we've been working with um, Health Education England um, to make the student hub. So it was literally created by students for students. You know, there's stuff on there about placement advice and how to manage just life as a student. um, Just like little profiles. We've both got a profile on there. You know just so like people can sort of meet their peers and know that there's other people out there like them pretty much that are doing the course <laughs> um that's what I can think of right now my mind's just gone completely blank
2: <laughs> so I think yes yeah, so I, I don't know about Tunisia, but I saw it on Twitter I know they kind of published it on other places and kind of invited students to get involved in forums um where we spoke about what we'd want to see on the hub, what's important to us. Um, And it was quite difficult because actually sometimes it's quite a lot of duplicated stuff. We all have stuff on our own universities um, platforms. Um, But I think it was really important that actually this was going to be made by us. It's got uh, nursing, midwifery, nursing associates, adults obviously all the stuff on my platform is mostly to do with my course whereas you know going on the student hub through health education england there's lots of other stuff Um, so it was really good to kind of be involved in that obviously meet other people i didn't know tanisha before um it was nice to have another mental health student on there because there was quite a few um general nursing on there um so it was nice to have another view of someone in the same boat as me um and yeah kind of we've all put our own placement tips um so that other people can have a look and see what might help them (laughs) um our wise words of wisdom um and also just kind of like getting a bit more knowledge about health education england that kind of points you to other training they can do other ways that other students can get involved um so yeah Yeah, yeah
3: uh, definitely going to say about you saying it's actually highlighted who health education england are because i <laughs> i was lucky enough to go along to one of their board meetings to sort of like um what's it called present the student hub um and i felt really bad saying it to them but to me health education england were kind of just like a faceless organization they were just there like you know the university would be like oh hear some training on their website and that was it so actually being able to learn who those people are, the people behind it, and then have the student voice actually put there because they have actually such a very big impact on (laughs) like nursing courses and Mm. midwifery courses and stuff. So to actually put the student voice there to me was really, really important. Um, I actually can't remember how I came about coming into contact with them. I just remember getting an email one day, but I don't know how I signed up to it. I can't remember. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's definitely... Yeah, I'm very happy that I've done it because I feel like it's making a, even if it's a slight difference, it's making a difference in student voices. Mm. So, mm. I
0: think there's two or things. One is, one of the things that happens a lot for students, I think, is you end up feeling very um, disempowered. You know, when everyone's like names are printed out and it's like on a piece of paper, like taped to the side of something, or, you know, you're the last one down on the rotor in pencil, it's a sign, isn't it, that, you know, where you are in that kind of pecking order and actually being able to say there's tons of us and we have really specific learning needs we have a really different perspective and different things to say and actually being able to have a, a sort of nationwide voice to say is really key and I think it's kind of impressive for other students to be able to see you guys doing it as well in this kind of like relaxed way just like this is what we think and this is why we think it and again with you saying I felt like HEE were like this really faceless organization so I told them could <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't it but this is how you make yourself accessible so it's important to do it so tell us a little bit about the sorts of things that you know that that you got out of being part of that the development of the hub on a personal level how did it benefit you guys yeah.
2: I found it really interesting looking. I mean, there's only a couple actually published on the website at the minute because um, they're coming up sort of sporadically. But during the forums, we obviously discussed um, our own profiles. And I found that really helpful because listening to people from, you know, the same course in same years, different years, different courses, and how different people work and how different people um, manage their personal life, manage their stressors. And I just find it really interesting hearing from other people and hearing from other students. Um, I found that really useful. Um, So that kind of on a personal level and for me, obviously, just gaining more knowledge about the student hub. Um, And I think what you were saying about kind of having that student voice and speaking up, I think some people are really reluctant to do so and think that it's not going to no change is going to come of it whether you're a student whether you're a nurse even or you know a doctor people think what's the point in talking um but actually if you don't say it at all then obviously no change is going to come because no one's going to know about it so i think the first step to actually doing it is to have that voice and to speak up so hopefully other people will feel like they can do the same on other platforms not just with health education england
3: Yeah, no, mine is literally pretty much the same um otherwise I'd say you know I've been able to actually meet other people like because for me it's very much it was my university and the people that I met there that was kind of it and then maybe a few other people that I met on placement and so actually being able to join like the student forums and then everyone was just kind of chatting and then at the end you know they were swapping overs of social media and stuff so now if we ever have a question like you know like the child nurses might have a mental health based question they could come to us we might have a I've had many questions I've sent them to a girl who does child nursing like oh what about this <laughs> so you know if we're able to sort of network and build friendships even like you think that for me has been really important
2: I agree That's- Sorry, I was going to say that's a really good thought about the networking thing, because actually, like, I followed a few people on Twitter and and on Instagram who are in different fields of nursing, and they share certain resources. And obviously, we're in our own field, but things do overlap. Um, and, you know, we might come in contact with, you know, different kind of services. So it's, I've actually found it really useful. I've learned quite a lot in terms of saving all these different resources and um yeah and just becoming a bit more aware of of other areas I suppose, which is really helpful.
0: I think it's definitely a sign that you're progressing in your nursing if you have like a folder on your desktop where you put everything that one day you're gonna read. <laughs> you're putting it all in there. Um and you guys have both been mentioning um sort of Twitter and social media and things like that. Um I wonder if you've got any thoughts about you know how you might um, if you if you've had any you
3: suggestion about how to use that as a student nurse and get the best out of it. Um, for me personally, I made like um just a student nurse in Instagram. And originally I literally made it to sort of journal my own time. Um mm. and I was like three years is a very long time. So to be able to journal that, there'll be things that I might forget about. And I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. Um, but from that, I've been able to connect with student nurses literally all over the world which I was very surprised about I thought it was kind of like not very popular but Mm. it is and so from that like they like Bryony was saying in the previous question that you asked like resources and the stuff that they've made themselves Mm. revision and then they post it and then I'm able to be like oh like I needed to find out about that it's there (laughs) or I'll read it and be like oh yeah I forgot about that maybe I should re-read over that sort of stuff there um and so for me, like that way, it's been really good. But also, again, just like coming into contact with lots of people, making lots of friendships, you know, just messaging each other, like, oh, "How are you doing?" Like, because it's little things like that that for me have made a really, really big difference. Um, yeah, and I mean, Twitter as well. Now I've kind of turned it to more like professional. Before it was just kind of like my own little, own little well- place. Um, but now I'm coming more into like nursing and, you know, seeing different ideas and different opinions, which is very important.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a complicated thing, but generally. <laughs> Ryan, have you got any thoughts about, you know, because you mentioned
2: getting involved by, by social media. Yeah, I mean, I use, I use Twitter quite a lot because I think I just find it easier to find things with... You know, people sharing things. There's lots of discussions on there. Um, you know, at the minute, there's loads about the strikes and just loads of different discussions on that. Um, mm-hmm. I did attempt at making a pers- uh, a uni account on Instagram and failed miserably. Um, that keyword time and just oh, I just didn't update it. And before I knew it, it's been two years and there's nothing on there. So it's redundant, really. But Twitter... <laughs> is is my place to be Facebook is like my little kind of personal space Instagram Mm -hmm. is is my personal space I I kind of get things from it but I don't really share much whereas Twitter I keep as my you know Mm -hmm. I do share personal things but you know I follow a lot of professionals from uni work um, and like Tanisha you know people from all over the world in all different fields Um, I think it can become you know I've got it on my phone and it can be quite consuming sitting there scrolling scrolling and it takes up a lot of time but I think it can be really valuable as well and really useful and in what information you can get from it.
0: Yeah. So it's an interesting one isn't it? Because I think I do exactly the same thing for you. So I keep Twitter purely for pretty much business, for the nursing business. And it, it means I'm in a very different space. So I don't get involved in those Twitter fights so it and it's not really the nursing world particularly. Although as you mentioned it strikes up but us in a very interesting position. If you guys want to talk about it you can but you don't have to. Have you got any thoughts that you wanted to share
3: about you know whether, whether you think that
0: strikes should happen or what your um, thoughts are I mean
3: I'm absolutely in support of them I mm. think they definitely are needed I mean I've seen the way that nurses on the units that I've been on have literally been rushed off of their feet you know and I've seen the impact of short staffing and stuff like that so for me absolutely in support and I've looked where my local picket fence is for tomorrow so once I finish uni I'm gonna go along get some support
0: <laughs> take something hot that would be my advice so I've got two hot water bottles so <laughs> <laughs> your colleagues but okay
2: <laughs> um I agree I'm I'm in support of it and I think there's lots of you know everyone deserves fair pay and there's other sectors that want fair pay but I think it's really important that people know that it's a lot more than just fair pay it's about safe working conditions and a, a, a you know a wider thing than just getting more more money um I will be thinking of everyone striking tomorrow when I'm doing my union presentation <laughs> um but no I think it's I think it's really important um and I think I can't remember how many but it's been it's years and years isn't it that
0: something, isn't
2: it? yeah and i think it's really important that the nurse's voice is heard um mm-hmm. and that these issues are, are shared
0: i think i'm always proud when nurses stand up for themselves the way they stand up for other people yeah all the nurses I know have been such amazing advocates for really vulnerable people in mental health and actually doing well for themselves and for their colleagues and for patients as well it's really exciting yeah. Definitely,
2: I think yeah. looking at the list of when they published the kind of trusts that had, you know, through the unions who have sent back their ballots and voted yes, it was quite disappointing that actually there, there. I don't think there was many mental health trusts on the list that yeah. had voted yes, which was interesting. Inter- yeah, interesting. Yeah. To see a
0: little bit yeah. yeah. Um, we've got some questions that have come in so um um hello sunray sunray farrell has said um it's agreeing with tanisha always nice isn't it what someone agrees with you saying um it was refreshing to be on a placement where staff were helpful and supportive and i could ask any question and where they were around to help um it was a crisis team their best placement yet so well done whatever crisis team that was so whilst in crisis dealing with some of the most vulnerable patients you've been able to make someone feel like they want to stick around which is huge in this business, I think." Um, what's your tag on social media um it's on um the um front piece that's been going to be playing at the end of the discussion so you'll be able to get in touch with anybody on the on the courses on this program today by doing that that's all right And the questions that's come through um someone else has asked what's going to happen to mental health or to nursing if twitter collapses are we all going to end up on mastodon it feels like this is like a phone-in show for Brian and Tanisha to fix your problems. <laughs> do you know, when there was all the stuff about, our oh, Twitter's ending,
2: I was actually thinking, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to connect with all of these people? <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm on other platforms as well, but it is a big thing. It's a massive network for people. Um, and to then be able to find those people on other platforms. You know, I use LinkedIn, but I, I do find it a bit that's very business and professional and I do quite struggle with that. Whereas Twitter is a lot more opinions and it just feels a bit more natural. Um I I'm still on it. I'm I'm all for Twitter remaining. <laughs> I suspect what
0: will happen if it gets unbearable and everyone will just lock locked up somewhere else. That's yeah. Like, but like you know how mushrooms are all interconnected underground just like that if I'm pop back up again connect make up would won't be, important. be a nuisance <laughs> um I've got another question here um what advice have you got for me starting a placement when I've not been to a mental health background before mm. so someone who's never been in a mental health placement before what advice have you got
2: I see a lot of people ask this. I'm on a, a nursing page on um, a group on Facebook, a mental health nursing one where lots of people ask, I've got this placement, what should I do? Where, you know, What do I need to research? And for your first ever placement, I would say, don't put pressure on yourself. There'll be, you're not gonna be expected to know everything. You're not gonna be expected to do anything on your own. Mm. Just go in and be passionate about wanting to learn. Um, is what I would say because it's your first ever placement you've got no previous background experience that you can bring and you know and share which is fine because there'll be other aspects of your life that will impact how how you are as a student and what you can bring to the placement and I think just turning up and being passionate about being there ask lots of questions Um, lots of people say don't but ask lots be curious Um, that's what I would say
3: I absolutely agree um so mine was other than my family like I didn't really have much mental health background so I just turned up like I tried to do some reading little bits like I looked into the placements so my first was um acute psychiatric so I was like oh great I could come across anything so then I was overwhelmed by the fact of trying to read absolutely everything at that point to know about all the different type of um issues and problems I could come in contact with And now looking back, as great as it was, part of me kind of wishes that I had just gone there and just asked the questions instead of trying to find them online, (laughs) Um, because sometimes online can be a bit of a mess. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, I would say my advice is just honestly ask lots of questions, because especially if it's your first placement in mental health, they're not expecting you to go in and be like this absolute fountain of everything mental health Mm -hmm. um and just remember that no no question is a stupid question because at the end of the day it's helping you learn and you might think it's a stupid question to yourself but someone else might actually have the same question
2: and questions help the people who you're asking questions as well because it prompts them to think about the answer (laughs) so it's beneficial for everyone
0: tell what level your knowledge is that to be on the kind of questions that you ask it really is helpful absolutely and there's nothing worse I think having been a mentor many times and, and the, the worst thing people can say is they get straight through the door and say what time can I go home that's the worst thing you can do <laughs> don't, don't do that um but also you know at some point bring biscuits yeah <laughs> not in your first thing it's too obvious but like it's too desperate but at some point just be like hey guys I just swing my zoom market and we are like so just you just feel your your feedback just rising up just like (laughs) because what people will do for biscuits in the nhs doesn't even want to be talked about publicly it's too dreadful um we were really kind of meeting to talk about the um nhs student hub and we've plugged it quite significantly we're also going to be tweeting it out as we go um, and it might well be that at some point we come back and, uh, and look at this question again. So hopefully you would be able to join us again at that point. And also maybe just for your Q&A's about life generally, so that, which is <laughs> a very useful part. But um, as we're going to be finishing up soon, I wondered if either of you, I wanted to take just a minute, if there's anything that you wanted to leave um. Anyone who's watching with, and I thought as well just pop to Dave because as ever, I haven't really included him. <laughs> if he's got any questions for you, anything you wanted to ask, Dave.
1: It's been a fascinating sort of conversation to listen to tonight, Nikki. And I think one of the things that's popped into my head, not just with the conversation tonight, but is uh, I've got a daughter at the moment that's just sort of uh, changed over to a uh, secondary school. Uh, and that kind of thing about uh, the uh, the quote that George Bernard Shaw made that youth is the most beautiful thing in the world. What a pity it has to be wasted uh, wasted on children. And I think it's the, the 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 reason why I kind of bring that one up is, you know, w- it, w- when when you sort of embarking at the start of something, there's so many opportunities to learn things and to to experience things and to develop things. But often we kind of rush through those periods because of anxieties or because of, you know, like you're saying before about turning up a a placement and feeling like you have to know anything or people think badly of you. When you become a qualified nurse, you, you look back and think, oh, gosh, I wish I'd have used those experiences so much more to say. I haven't got a clue what I'm doing. Can you help me, you know, do it better? Uh, and and i think that's where you know the student hub and, and listening to people like you speak is is really important because hopefully people that are in that kind of mindset of thinking they have to rush through they have to always be the best they always have to be right you know they can think about the the benefits of 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 youth of of not just youth in age terms but also in terms of experience in things uh, and as i say to my daughter now with with her new school you know just try and take as many opportunities as you can because once that period of your life is finished, you won't be able to do it again, you know. So, so kind of do that. So, hopefully, that makes sense. Why I, I kind of used a quote that maybe sounds a little bit cruel, uh, but yeah, that, that's that's kind of what I've been thinking about yeah. tonight. And obviously, it's it's really nice to hear the comments about uh, the strike action and and yeah. the, the you know often people will uh, sort of ascribe uh, that that people younger aren't interested in these kind of things or. You know, and and obviously that that can't be the case because you know if we want the world to be a better place, we need the the people that are coming to to want to fight for that that better place, uh, and that's where you know all the benefits of the world have been won before by people that have been willing to fight for them, uh, and and it's great to hear students have that that voice and and to want to to sort of fight for for better things, uh, because it's just such such a needed thing. So yeah, just a, a few reflections on tonight's Nick, uh, discussion, Nikki. Ho- hopefully, you didn't mind me just sitting back and listening tonight.
0: No, oh, when you started with George Bernard Shaw, I've got to say I was anxious. <laughs> Luckily, my professional training kicked in. I wrote it out. <laughs> so, Brian and Tanisha, is there anything you wanted to to say before we finish up tonight?
2: I don't think so. I think i I've it's been really really interesting, actually. Really nice to come on and talk and share my view and I think Tanisha and I share quite similar views you know both being mental health nursing students um and yeah I think just echo what I was saying earlier to whoever asked the question I think if there are any students listening to just be curious and don't don't be afraid to share your thoughts and your views because we are the future of nursing and that's really really important
0: Definitely.
2: (laughs) pressure <laughs> I know really need
3: on from that one <laughs> um no literally it's pretty much the same I mean our whole thing today was about the student voice and so you know as Bryony said if there's students out there like your voice is important and getting that across is important um whether that be in uni on placement outside things like we've done with um, health education England you know yeah and your voice out there is important um I mean, that's all I'd really say other than like thank you it's been really good to be on so. to
0: chat, hasn't it? and you guys are absolutely right nobody else sees the world the way that you guys do and it's really important for you to feel comfortable and confident to say what you think Exactly. Because, you know I think when Brian was saying you know how disappointing it can be sometimes when things don't go well in services or when we let people down it just feels so so sad and so difficult you know and and we've got such a long way to go, I think, in services to be providing the kind of care that we really long to give, Mm -hmm. you know, in terms of seeing people's recovery, that, you know, being able to share those disappointments, being able to look to the future, being able to want something better is really important for us to be able to do that. It's kind of like a a family of mental health nursing as well. So I really enjoyed tonight very much. Um, Um, And it was a lovely one for us to end on. So we're not going to be around now till the new year. So I hope anybody who's watching... um, is going to have a peaceful and a happy new year um do have a look on um on twitter or in the in the comments if you wanted to follow tanisha or i can't think of a better thing that you could do today so thank you very much everybody and good night good night all good night bye, bye.